Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. You got Cam Moon and Derek Scott. We got you through the first hour. Kept it between the lines. Now we got to try and do it for another hour, so we'll see what happens. I'm making no promises. Oilers I got now. faith in you, Mooner. You got this. You think so? Well, we'll see. <laughs> Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Hey, you can call us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. That number is also our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday on Twitter, at Oilers Now, at Bob underscore Stoffer, and at Brendan Escott, two E's in the Brendan part, two T's on the end of the Escott part. So there you go. And we've been keeping our eye on that Ashley Fine Floors text line talking about small venue concerts. Last night was Death from Above at the Starlight Room. It was outstanding. Uh, I've One here, they, they've been flying in, stomping, stomping Tom Connors at a hockey rink in Summerside PEI. I bet you that was fun. I've been to Summerside. That was fun, too. So, yeah, I they have just been uh, rolling in, and I have enjoyed reading all these different, very different um, uh, different places. I'm talking right across Canada. Uh, Sloan at the Golden Garter from Northside Adam. Thank you, Northside Adam. Uh, yeah, that's there's there have been lots of them. So we're gonna we've got Joaquin Gage, former Oiler netminder. He's on the Sportsnet panel, and he's an all round good guy. And, and Joaquin, let's start with I don't know how big of a, a music guy you are. So, but let's talk uh, small venue concerts. What's been the best you've seen so far? <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on, Mooner. It's uh, it's great to talk to you. By the way, I uh, hope your summer's going well. But um, if I have to say the best small venue concert wasn't on uh, this side of the pond. Um, Whoa. When I was uh, as uh, when I was playing over in in Sweden, I uh, I it's a big complex in Stockholm where we played, and there was actually I got tickets to a Wyclef Jean concert, and it was in kind of like a gymnasium, and he was. He was coming out singing on the shoulders of his bouncer and like high fiving everyone. So that was probably the coolest thing. And he kept saying that he was going to go. There's a famous nightclub in in Stockholm called Cafe Opera, and uh, he kept saying how he was going there after the concert and for everyone to come. So that was that was probably my best concert going experience that I had because it, it, you felt like he was. Uh, you were in the concert, so to speak. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought because you're you grew up in Vancouver. I would have thought there would have been something more local, given that that's a that's a musical hotbed in Canada. Well, 
yeah, and especially when your your dad is a struggling musician. Um, I I remember long, like my riding my my factory Kuahara because my mom told me to go get my dad because he was still at the Bullfrog Recording Studios in Vancouver, and I mean. There, I would see Brian Adams and and uh, who else did I see? I think that when I was really really young, the Sex Pistols rolled into town. Um, Corey Hart was in there the one time. I didn't see that, uh, but yeah, no, I was uh, I I was part of the the kind of Vancouver music scene, seeing a lot of celebrities roll into. Bullfrog Recording Studios because that's where the musicians went when they when they were rolling through town. Former Oiler Netminder Joaquin Gage, her guest. Now, did any of that uh, musical talent filter down to you, or was it just stopping pucks? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if it was stopping pucks, buddy. But uh, <laughs> no, I. I did. Uh, I, I did partake in the clarinet, and um, I don't know if you. Uh, you probably don't have the the newspaper clippings or no one really does but back when i was a sunshine boy and uh back in 2001 um i i think it was part of my uh my bio was playing the clarinet um and taking long walks on the beach let's not uh, glaze over the fact that you were a sunshine boy <laughs> did that, that happen it was amazing yeah, no, it, it was, uh, I mean, watch your toes, I'm dropping names, but uh, me and uh, Dan Cleary and I think uh, Comrie and Anson Carter, we went to Heritage Days, and so we were yeah. we were rolling through Heritage Days and grabbing some, some, uh, some Jamaican patties and pierogies, and uh, a woman came up and said, hey, would any one of you like to uh, be the sunshine boy? And my, uh, and unfortunately, my contract negotiations kind of fell through with the Oilers at that point so the other guys were a little hesitant and me thinking well I'm not going to be here next year so I might as well go out go out with a bang and uh yeah posed for a few pictures on the on the grass in the hills of uh of Heritage Days um and with the rose colored glasses on too Mooner it was uh oh baby the, the, the funniest thing is that I I go over to this to uh, <laughs> to the English league and uh, win the heart, by the way. Uh, but anyways, come come back and go see the the guys in the dressing room. And I, I roll in, and, and uh, they had put that picture up in the in the locker room on the inside of the <laughs> of the cupboard where all the music was. So every time someone <laughs> changed the music, there was my picture of uh, of the Sunshine Boy. So the I, I provided some comic relief throughout the year, even not even being there. It will feel like a fail to me if I don't find that picture somewhere on Twitter this afternoon. <laughs> and I know somebody will have it. <laughs> Someone's got to have it. I, I did have it, but I lost it in a move, or else I, that would have been my profile picture for every social oh. media platform that I'm on. Absolutely. Joaquin Gage, our guest, and former Sunshine Boy and clarinet player. Uh, we are getting to the bottom of a lot of stuff. Let, let's talk some goaltending for a bit. Uh, the Oilers uh, will most assuredly have a goaltending tandem that looked exactly like last season. Jack Campbell, Stuart Skinner, last season didn't go maybe as planned, and that's how it goes. There's going to be ups and downs. Uh, Stuart Skinner had an outstanding rookie year and, and played better than I would think 
some expected, had a bit of a tough goal in the playoffs. Jack Campbell had an up and down year. There was times where where he struggled. There was times where he played really well. When he came on in relief in the playoffs, was was outstanding. Looking ahead to this season, uh, how do you think it'll play out? Oh gosh, if I, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are going to like what I kind of have to say, but if you look at last year, Stuart Skinner coming in and. I thought it was his time and kind of didn't have a lot of pressure on him. You know, when you when you really look at it, they, they make the, the big signing with, with Jack Campbell, thinking that he's going to be the kind of the man, still in a platoon-type system, but I thought if you were to say that Stuart Skinner would have been the starting goal in playoff times at the beginning of last year, no, I don't think anybody would have, would have predicted that. Just a phenomenal year by Stuart Skinner, but I think it's a little bit, uh, and I think Skinner is great. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Stuart Skinner, but I think a little bit of the of uh, the naivete, just not even realizing the situation he's in, just thrust into it, didn't have a time to really even look what was going on, establish himself as a number one, becomes an all star, has a kid, but he does this all without the the added weight of uh, of being considered a number one goalie. And as you know, Mooner, that's uh, to there's a difference from from being the man and the guy just waiting in the wings and ready to go. There's there's a little bit of added. Um, you, you put a. I don't think it comes from from outside, but inward. You you want to be the guy and. I just think that <laughs> from experience having a kid and and being a being a, a, a relied upon goaltender, I think we might see um, a, a little bit of a stumble at least at the start of the year for Stuart Skinner to to get to get his game back to where it was last year. I and I hate to say this and I hate to kind of predict, but I think just with the uh, with the with the great season he had, it's he's going to. Uh, there's going to be added pressure for him to, to kind of repeat that performance and and again establish himself as number one. But when now that you look on the other side with Jack Campbell, I think he comes in now with a with a slight chip on his shoulder. I think I, you'd be crazy if he wasn't to. We're goalies. We're we're arrogant. You know that, and we want to be uh, a relied upon the guy that the coach goes to at, at all times. He's going to be coming in with a different mindset. But I think that that provides the the uh, the competition level between two guys that's necessary for success in today's NHL. We don't see those guys that are going to play 65, 70 games because they just run out of gas at, at the end. And maybe that was a little bit of the case with Stuart Skinning having to having to carry the ball so long. So I like the goalies. I think I I, I do not like the talk of 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 bringing in someone else for Campbell. I think they're in a good situation where they have two capable NHL goalies that are, that, that can raise their game to a level that's, that's, uh, that's at the top of the league. Um, but it's going to take two and, and we're just going to, uh, hopefully we just get that balanced effort throughout the whole season. And then once playoff time comes around, that's when someone really has to, their game to a level that that uh, that puts them in consideration for that consummate. 
Joaquin Gage, our guest. And, and Joaquin, it, is, it has amazed me how it has changed, and you just touched on it, that you don't see the that true number one, a guy that's going to play 50 to 60 games and then have uh, the backup just play the rest. We don't see that as much. In fact, almost zilch. And it's been quite effective for a lot of teams to have a 1A, 1B, and then uh, and then you you know ride the hot hand when you get to the playoffs. And you look at Aiden Hill and what he did in Vegas, you know, and what Vegas did with you know, five different goaltenders winning games for him. That in itself, I thought was was incredible. But the the Aiden Hill uh, road to the Stanley Cup. Did you see that coming? Oh gosh, no. And I hate to say it because I I like Laurent Boursois. I think he's a good goalie. But I thought that I I was I was a little leery when he got injured, and they they brought in a new guy that that by all accounts just played that that steady game, right? Like he was just a big, huge body got in the way of the puck, and you had to you had to do something special but then he uh, he was able to make the big saves at the at the right time just an unbelievable run and it just goes to show you like the Oilers let's say they're a they're a good enough they're more than a good enough team to make the playoffs right um they just need that that x factor in net someone's got to at that point of the season, someone's got to do what what Aiden Hill did, right? Like when you look at the Stanley Cup Finals, and you could go back for, I guess maybe maybe you look two years ago the Avalanche, maybe you don't consider it, but most of the time, Cam, you look at both goalies that are in the Stanley Cup Final, both of them are. Maybe they're not the favorites, but they're in consideration for for the Smythe. They've been an all-star for their team in certain points. Won games, kept them in games. You know those comeback late overtime like Bobrovsky did. Like you, you don't win a Stanley Cup without that type of that type of effort and that uh, that type of goaltending. So, um, yeah, I just. Uh, Regular season, the Oilers are going to make the playoffs. I don't. I don't think they're too good a team not to, barring any injuries, knocking on wood. But the the goaltending needs to get to a different level. Joaquin Gage is our guest. Uh, your thoughts on Connor Brown coming to the Oilers? I, I know uh, uh, it was it wasn't a big surprise when it finally got dealt or finally uh, got announced because there was so much speculation leading up to it. Uh, what do you think he'll bring to the mix? Um, I like it. I mean, I the last time I kind of watched Connor Brown was when uh, I believe he was with the Leafs, and he always impressed me with with his tenacious play. Right, so a type of I, would you could you say a, a Zach Hyman kind of kind of player? I think was what you're looking at, but you you have someone that's familiar with playing with Connor McDavid, right? And and uh, that duel, he's already spoke that they've they've had some conversations and and looking forward to what you have. I I like it. I'm I I'd, I'd be completely lying if I uh, if I didn't say I was excited to see what uh, if what those guys can do together if there's something special um and i'm sure that uh, the coaching staff coach woodcroft is is uh is is excited to look at this too it just gives him 
it gives him another uh, arrow in the quiver, I think, Cam, that uh, that he can implement during the season if and uh, see if he can, how does he put it, to get some more juice out of some players that way. So uh, I, I, I just like it because you got a guy that came off the injury going back to play with his buddy with the – with a great chance to uh, to uh, to go far and do something special when it matters most. Are you at all concerned that that toughness of Clem Costin is uh, no longer with the Oilers? Yeah, I, I was upset with that. I I understand it, but to me, looking at the Clem and and what he did. Um, I thought it would be it would have been more beneficial for him to maybe take a little bit of a haircut, come back to a place where where uh, where he's loved by by fans. First of all, um, he and he he scored some big goals and did some and some interesting things. And just going, the Oilers are are a team on the cusp of winning a Stanley Cup. And you sign that one year deal. Everyone likes a winner. Like it's uh, it's the only reason Jason Stubrick had an NHL career. Come on, it's because he won so many Memorial Cups right. in Kamloops. Everyone loves a winner. I'm just kidding. Jason was an awesome player, but it didn't hurt, you know. And and uh, he comes to Edmonton, maybe a little bit of a haircut, wins a Stanley Cup. He writes his own ticket after that because of just the 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 glue kind of guy that he is i think that that he that he provides in a locker room that's it's not only his physical play and his uh i think some timely goals that that the Oilers are going to miss but those intangible factors of the of the european guy that that seems happy go lucky in the dressing room that goes a long way throughout the year especially when you get into certain certain situations where maybe you're in a bit of a slump you need guys like that to kind of to kind of pull pull some guys out of that and put a smile on guys' face at certain times. Well said, Joaquin. This has been great. Thanks for doing this. Hey, man. Let's um, no work gets in the way, but we gotta we gotta hit one of those river hops games soon. <laughs> you let me know. I'm I'm there more often than I'm not. All right. Okay. 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 We will talk. Enough. enough. There enough. we go. Joaquin right. Gage, former Edmonton Oiler goaltender, and uh, play and also part of the Sportsnet panel. So great to have him on. Great to uh, to catch up with him and uh, get his thoughts on on goaltending on the Oilers, all that kind of stuff. All right. Starting to get up against it. We're going to take a little break. Cam Moon, Derek Scott here on Oilers Now on 630 Chet. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Well, you got Cam Moon and Derek Scott today. Bob's on vacation. We've had Kevin Sawyer on the show today. We just had Joaquin Gage. John Shannon, Brendan Escott, they are coming up. Some guests of Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. Been following that Ashley Fine Floors text line of small venue concerts, the best ones. And the reason I asked that earlier was uh, with... Death from Above playing at the Starlight Room last night, and there was one here that really caught my attention. Trent sent in Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train Tour. So it was Blizzard of Oz's first album at the Kinsman Fieldhouse. Oh, oh, Trent. I, I am... 
I'm incredibly jealous. I think I would enjoy that to no end. Uh, I I don't think I, I never did go to a, a Kinsman Fieldhouse show. I do remember uh, in junior high, Kiss came through and played there. Um, so that would have been, you know, early to mid 80s because they weren't the, the big venue at that time, not like in the 70s. And I, I did read that Kiss on one of their very first tours, and I want to say it was 1973, one of the first places they did play was Edmonton. I, I don't I don't recall, I, I read that, but I don't recall where they played, but it would have been a, a smaller venue for sure. Great news from our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. They just received the largest allocation of trucks and SUVs that they've had for years. Most of these units are scheduled to be built in August for fall delivery with interest rates as low as 0.99%. Now's the time to order your F-150 or SUV. If you want to be treated fairly at every level of vehicle ownership, Paul Rich, Johnny, or Uncle Milt, 780-352-6048, Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. They do outstanding work at Brent Ridge Ford. Sorry to step in here, Mooner, but it, apparently it was February 5th, 1974. They started the North American tour okay. right here in Edmonton, and that was at the Jube. At the Jube. Yeah, they were the opening act. That's unreal. That's something, hey? Yeah, yeah. What I had read is they were leaving New York, and I knew it was is it was in winter, and Ace Freely had brought just this little leather jacket, and it wasn't it wasn't much of a jacket when they landed in Edmonton. It was. He was in for a surprise. Yeah, he sure was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We got John Shannon, Brendan Escott coming up in the last half hour at 1:28 in Edmonton. Coming up with a global news, weather, and traffic update with Randy Kilburn. It's Oilers now on 6:30. Chad.